I spy with my little eye, Paul Van Mater. Me. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> How were you created by machines? <laughs> <laughs> I am exhausted. I am tired of being at the wheel here, so I'm not going to host this episode. Welcome to Making Chips. As manufacturing leaders, we go through seasons, seasons of struggle and seasons of celebration. But if you are connected to a community of leaders, you will be equipped to make the most of the peaks and you'll be inspired to move quickly through the valleys. What you will hear is not just our opinion. It is the battle-tested testimonial and advice of a manufacturing leader just like you. So listen up and take notes. Welcome to Making Chips Seasons. All right, we're kicking it over to you, Paul. I'm exhausted. Trade shows wear me out. I'm You're not going hosting. on strike. Yeah, I'm not hosting anymore. You're going to have to do this. Here. I'll join you. We can follow your lead here on this episode because you created this whole thing. Well, I'm excited to do this. Yeah. Absolutely. So we are talking today about an awareness campaign for machinists and the machining industry. A lot of you listeners are probably all about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suspect most listeners are. So this is hopefully building momentum. It's so funny to say awareness for machinists. Usually you think about awareness things like cancer research sure, and other things sure. that you're trying to raise money for or something like that. But it floors me how little the general public knows about manufacturing. Right. Like we don't need to create awareness to you, the listener. We need you, the listener, to create awareness for the general public and help us in doing that. Last week I was in Melbourne, Australia, and I took a little boat tour and I was talking to the boat guide. He's like, yeah, why are you in town? And I said, for a machining trade show. He said, oh, machining, you mean like motorbikes? And I'm like, well, yes, among everything else in the world. <laughs> so it's like someone would be like, oh, math. Oh, like you mean the number five? Exactly. Oh, um, uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> among all the other infinite numbers. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's awesome. It sunk in for me several years ago that absolutely everything in our modern world, bar none, starts with machining one way or another. Yeah. Right. Wow. Machining is absolutely foundational to everything that is created in the world today. Yeah. The more you think about it, the more it's like going down the rabbit hole of how pervasive machining is to just everything in the world. So it's important to me that the general public learn more about it. And yeah. Even kids when they're young are like, oh, yeah, machining it's taking a chunk of something, usually metal. Yeah. And carving it away until you have something else left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm 100% with you. I'm excited to get into that. But I think speaking of kids, right, you want to shine the leadership spotlight on somebody, don't you? I do. In this community of manufacturing leaders, there's always somebody doing something amazing. But most of the time, it goes unseen. Making Chips wants to change that one leadership story at a time. It's time to give credit to the best in the business. It's time to learn from our peers so we can all rise together. It's time for Making Chips to shine the manufacturing leadership spotlight. So who are we spotlighting today, Paul? Today we are spotlighting a guy that I met actually at the happy hour pub crawl a few weeks ago. Yeah. Jacob Sanchez, the manufacturing kid. Yeah, he's got a place in my heart too. I love this guy. So much passion, so much enthusiasm, so much connection to young kids. Yeah. It was fascinating. Just I'd never met him, but just his story. He started machining at 15. 
he helped sort of build the machining program at his high school in mm-hmm. California, which was actually really close to Titan Gilroy's shop. Yeah, yeah. Coincidentally enough, but so he started fell in love with machining. He went and worked for Titan's shop when it was still a machine shop in yeah. California. Yeah, he's now the old age of twenty five, but he's just pervasive content creator. He's been judging first robotics for years and years. He yeah. was actually a judge even before he was old enough to be a judge, but they let him slide. Yeah, and just an incredible enthusiasm. And he's working on some projects now, looking for sponsors actually to get kids more enthusiastic about manufacturing and automation. Talking about creating awareness. He's somebody that is actually practicing that. We all say, oh, you know, machining needs more awareness. He really is. Yeah. And can do it in a way that kids relate to. And, and it's cool. So, like, yeah. We all have mentors who kind of show us the way. Titan, great guest of the show. We've done a lot with him. He helped Jacob a lot. Helped yeah, for sure. Train him on the machines. And Jacob learned a lot there. But I remember Jacob telling me, I remember when Titan said, like, hey, you guys are going to like film everything you do now. And we're going to become a little bit of a media company instead right. of just a machine shop. And he's like, all right, cool. Now look at like how he's evolved, right? So now he's out exactly. creating content and building awareness for this industry that we all love. So Yeah, so awesome. connect with him on LinkedIn. He's easy to find. Jacob Sanchez, Manufacturing Kid. Yeah, MFG Kid. So. MFG Kid, yep. yep. So, all right, let's dive into this. You were saying before we did the spotlight that pretty much everything starts with machining. and 100% of everything. 100% of everything. I love it. So, okay. I dare you to prove me wrong. Well, uh, let's play a little game here. Let's play I Spy. Sure. Okay. So I spy with my little eye, this microphone I'm holding. How did that start with machining? So the body of the microphone is metal, probably not machined out of solid because a product that needs to be made in super high volume like that can't be. But certainly the mold that that thing was molded with was certainly machined metal mold. Sure. Probably some kind of tool steel. The wire mesh that's going around the top of these microphones are made out of wire. Mm -hmm. The machines that made the wire were primarily made up of lots of machine components, including the big rollers, where they start with a larger diameter wire and consecutively pull it through dies and roll it around these rollers. Kind of like how you roll out a thin piece of Play-Doh, but just... Yeah, exactly. Times a lot and with metal. Yep. (laughs) And these big rollers are super high-strength steel. And yeah, I actually got to visit a wire-making shop a few years ago. It was super fascinating. Yeah. So okay, even, so the microphone's an yep. easy one because it's made out of metal. How about these cloth banners that you see on our trade show walls? Yeah, so the cloth banners were made probably on some kind of big loom, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how cloth is made. I've seen some videos about it. But the loom is certainly made up of just almost entirely machined parts, right? Whether it's the parts that are spinning the raw materials for the fabric. This is probably all synthetic materials. Yep. So even going all the way down to drilling the oil and doing recycling, whether these are recycled materials or not, all started with things that were drilling in the earth or heating things or compacting things or whatever. And those machines pretty much entirely made up of machined parts. All right. I spy with my little eye. I play this game with my kids, so so that's why I'm doing it. Half and half, creamer. Half and half. So half and half, a dairy product, right? So cows, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Farmers are using lots of farm implements that are made up of machine parts. Even the milking machines are almost certainly mostly precision machine components and other electrical things that are made up with wire to make up motors. And we know that wire is made from parts, the machines that are made by machine parts. Even the trucks that bring 
half and half to the stores and the trucks that take the milk to the processing plants. You can't have a truck without machine parts in it. Yeah. You can't yeah. have a road without having the machines that laid the road and made all the asphalt and the concrete. And those are all machine parts too. Okay. You're proving your point now. I'm going to take something. Okay. I, I some spy heart. with my little eye, Paul Van Mater. Me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. How were you created by machines? <laughs> <laughs> so that is a good one. You might be stumping me here. So in the course of being born, yeah. the doctors probably used some forceps, okay. probably gave my mom some drugs injected with a needle, okay. which was yeah. certainly made up of machined parts. She was like probably so, put up in some stirrups. Some stirrups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Would certainly be probably castings or forgings and then finish machined for the threads and everything else. So yeah, yeah hospitals certainly could not exist. One of the biggest parts. projects I have going on for work holding right now is with a medical device company that's doing absolutely. that type of equipment. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to get you, man. <laughs> well, Everything exactly you spy the point. That's exactly is the point. somehow influenced or created by machines. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a wood product, right? Trees are cut down by machines yeah. that have lots of machine parts in them and processed by machines into plywood, big saws. So it just, it really is everywhere. Yeah. So talking about creating awareness, we were just kind of joking around as we recorded this, like this I spy thing. That's what we should do with our kids. Absolutely. We should play that game. And instead of, instead of playing some punch color, buggy. Or, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or punch, where you, where you uh, Charlie horse each other based on the license plate. Is that what you're talking sure, about? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, oh, I spy something red. Okay, cool. The shirt that person's wearing. Make it something that draws awareness to yes. machining. Yeah. So I love that concept. And the other thing we love is this hashtag. Yeah. Right? So, so like what inspired this hashtag thing that you've been doing? The thank a machinist hashtag, hashtag thank a machinist first came to me when I was getting on an airplane. If you follow me on LinkedIn, I now do this routinely. I walk through the entry door and there's latches. Of course, an airplane is almost entirely machine parts. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to give you an easy one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spy again. That one's obvious. But the latches that hold the door closed are made out of machine parts. And then you immediately start seeing other trim pieces, the things in the galley and the food carts are made up mostly of machine parts. And then I sat down and I looked at the things that were mounting the seats to the floor. Those are pretty much all billet machine parts, right? And then I looked at like a little coffee table thing that was on my seat. You could actually see the machining marks of the end mill at the bottom of the end mill. And I'm like, everything on this is machine and machinists made it happen. So the hashtag of thank a machinist just popped into my head. And it was funny as I was typing on LinkedIn and I started typing the hashtag thank farmer and thank a trucker, both like was auto suggested by sure. LinkedIn for me. And so I actually included both of those, I think, in my original post. This was several months ago now. But I've now started seeing other people. So please follow the hashtag. Yeah. Thank a machinist. Yeah, let's get it going. And uh, I went out right away and I got the Instagram handle. Thank a machinist. I haven't done much with it yet. I need to do that. But I really want it to be just a groundswell of people that in the industry that clearly know how machining impacts everything in the world to start sharing that hashtag. Hey, Jason, what's the first thing you think of when I say the word setups? You're not making chips <laughs> yeah, and you're right. not making money. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the biggest battles that can hold you back as a manufacturer. Absolutely. So enter the Lean Setup Guide from ProShop. Okay, what's that? This guide can help anyone, whether you're a ProShop user or not, but ProShop users have experienced a 50% reduction in setup time because the software builds these lean principles into their process. Yeah, so it's a totally free download. You can go to ProShopERP.com slash 50 and you can get your copy of the Lean Setup Guide. Bam.
you talked about like the machining marks that you saw, the end mill marks, and yeah. I think it's probably safe to say that like my generation, the generation below me, are more inclined to see like the layers of a three D printing on a plastic object and mm-hmm. be like, oh, cool, that was 3D printed, then they are oh, yeah. to recognize that something was machined. Like, those marks are irrelevant to them because of the right. oh, lack yeah, of awareness. They're very ubiquitous, yeah. You yeah. Know? And, and like, we right. see that and we're like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah, for the most part, the machining process is kind of hidden, mm-hmm. right? People don't see it directly. Or even if it is something that's made out of metal, it's been highly polished or painted or something, so you can't really tell. But it's always there when you look. So, thank a farmer popped up when you were searching. Yeah. And I'm like, did you create this because of that Super Bowl? No, ad? you know what you're saying? And I've never I'm seen that Super Bowl thing. I'm going to send you this YouTube video because yeah. that's many Super Bowls ago. But I think it was like, thank a farmer or God made a farmer or something like that. But it was this really good monologue, almost poetry with yeah. really good scenery. And it was all doing what you're trying to do. Sure. And what we're all doing with Paul. It's not just Paul's thing. We're all going to jump onto this hashtag thank a machinist thing. But it was like, wow, we really do owe a lot to the farmer. Oh, absolutely. And that's what it was. But it's like, yeah, but the machinists too. Like, how come they don't get any love? So we're going to give our industry some love here. Yeah, give them some love. And when I shared one of my posts a few months ago, someone did say, well, what about farmers? What about welders? What about... And absolutely, you know, yeah. this is not to say that machinists are more important than any other industry, but those industries couldn't really exist without machinists. Right, right. And they could be like, well, if you didn't have food, you couldn't make any parts either. So, <laughs> it's a big circle. Why don't we all build awareness for the industries we're in? So I'm absolutely. all for that. Thank a farmer thing. But like, if you're listening to making chips, you probably know what those marks mean. And so let's grow some awareness for this industry because we desperately, desperately need it. Yeah. And when we have people like Jacob raising awareness with elementary school, middle school, high school people, they start getting excited about how cool manufacturing is. They start learning what machining processes are like, how important they are to everything they do, the robots they make for their competitions or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of a geeky passion of mine, but I think it's really important. I think it's awesome. And I think it's going to require some more things to go viral Mm -hmm. for us to create that awareness. Because sometimes I feel like this is an echo chamber where we're all like, yeah, man, we need more awareness. We need more awareness. So we're talking to each other. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I've thought a lot about, I think we've floated this to you before, but yeah, I think it's going to take some like really good content, something like really powerful, like a documentary film. And I know there was one recently, maybe you know what I'm talking about, but I think it was like featuring Walmart, the supply chain. It was on Netflix, I think it was. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I saw a little bit of it, yes. But like, if it's content for our community, it's going to do a little bit. If it's content that like everyone finds interesting, kind of like what we just talked about and the importance of machining, it's going to do a lot. So we've had this hidden not hidden, but this idea that we haven't really like brought to fruition of finding enough influential companies to fund an awesome project and make like a mainstream documentary or maybe even a film about our industry. That would be incredibly to cool. To like help people get it. Yeah, it's got to be collaborative. I personally can't make it super viral. Yeah. There are people out there that can certainly help to do that. I think the challenge is like, we're all going to do hashtag think a machinist, but getting it to like where people who aren't even in a manufacturing business or in this world are doing it as well. So Yeah, and that's where it has to be relatable and interesting to something that they have no idea. Maybe it's the Barbie house or maybe it's the Matchbox car and how it's made or the Legos. We know Legos are made with incredibly precise molding processes, right? right? right. All machining. Right. And like, 
Legos have done so much to help kids get into engineering and building and working with their hands, but we got to reach out to Lego. Like, there what if go. they created something about here's how you can build your own actual Lego? Not build sure. with the Lego, but make the Lego. They could create something. Maybe we'll reach out to Jacob or Titan or somebody and like see if they can help us build Absolutely. this idea, pitch yeah, it to so Lego. If you're out there listening and you have ideas, reach out, yeah. share it on social. And, and anytime you appreciate something that the manufacturing community is doing, share your thought. Hey, you know what? This came from machining in this way. Share your thought with hashtag thank a machinist on LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever you're at. We're going to boost it. And yeah, we're going to really keep this going. Awesome, Nick. Yeah. Also, play that game with your kids. If you have kids or if you have young people, nieces, nephews, like if you work in a school, play I Spy the machining version. I love that idea. Thank you for that. That's so excellent. So, okay, guys. We're here. We're busy. We're at East Tech. This is a short episode. We really do just want to thank Paul for creating Thank a Machinist for helping me host this episode. I'm getting tired, standing on my feet all day talking to people. He's got to get back to another media engagement with somebody else and then to his booth where he's going to do more pro shop, right? So thank you for hosting, Thanks Paul. for having me. It's, I love what you guys are doing here. I thank you for being a machinist. I thank you for equipping other machinists. And I thank you for ending the show with our sign-off tagline. So, Which is, if you're not making chips, you're not making money. Bam. Bam. Bam.